Hello, everyone, and uh, welcome to WhatsApp, a space for Asian American progressive voices in California. Uh, my name is Albert Kachapoom, and here's WhatsApp today the Asian American community and disabilities. So, I'm really thrilled to have Austin Tam join us today. He is a ADEM delegate and longtime activist in disabilities for getting their voices heard. I'm also joined here today with um, co host Rex. Hi, Rex Lay here. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, well, without further ado, I'm just going to um, have Austin. The icebreaker for today is, what is your favorite holiday from the culture you identify with? Um, I'm Chinese American and Chinese New Year's, which is, I think, end of February. Mm-hmm. And I like, um, there's a vegetarian monk dish that my mom makes, which is called Jai, J-A-I. And it's like a veg- uh, Buddhist vegetarian stew. Nice. Um, and it's traditionally served on the first day of the Chinese New Year to bring good luck. And they, they have all kinds of stuff like mushrooms, funsi, uh, tofu, all, um, all, all kinds of healthy food. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. It's also my favorite holiday. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Lunar New Year. Yeah. Uh-huh. Thai people have this uh, holiday called Songkran where they go around throwing water. That's uh-huh. a different thing to talk about. But um, so, Rex, do you want to head over to the next queue? All right. Before we begin, are you comfortable talking about your disability? Oh, of course. Oh, cool. And um, what kind of stigma? Do uh, people with your specific disability tend to face within uh, our AAPI community? Well, I think um, anything that deals with, you know, um, your mental health disability, um, and I think also to living up to the model minority, not not expressing, not um, not sharing anything about your story, and just being quiet and just um, like like, you know, living in silence or just suffering in silence and um, not to make waves and, um, you know, and also um, just do what the culture tells you to do. And And do you feel that sort of treatment makes it hard for people to gain access to resources that would otherwise help with the disability? Um, I, yeah, I definitely, you know, my parents were very like non common, you know, they're Chinese, but they were, um, pretty, um, pretty accepting of my disability. But, you know, and mm-hmm. when I found out about, you know, the culture stigma and taboo that like having a disability in the Asian community, um, actually I realized, um, it was obvious because, you know, you don't see many people with disabilities also it's invisible. So I'm like cognitive and ADHD, mm-hmm. um, and then also like it affects like like but then you know when people see you you're like oh you're you look smart you don't look like you have disability but it's like what what do you have to look like to have a disability it's kind of like you know they say oh you're so smart you memorize things you're so good at data and politics and like movies and um and you're good at memorizing numbers like wow it's like um it's so and and because it's not obvious so it's a little bit harder mm-hmm. but then it's easier to hide. Uh, and the re- in the resources, it's true. It's like with the resources, there's not many um, things of resources because it's like obviously invisible. And um, obviously, I think it's the language barrier too among Asian and Pacific Islander. Yeah. I see. So, I mean, how do you uh, kind of interface with those with um, like physical disabilities then? Like, you know, uh, blind people or people who... Oh. 
you know, I, it, it's interesting because you know, um, mm-hmm. I mean, I think for all the whole time when I was coming to terms with him, and I it wasn't like really embracing my disability. I was like, you know, um, it's not obvious. I have to kind of. I have to kind of speak out and come to terms and actually share with you that I have a disability. Otherwise, I'm like, um, you know, even um, now people are still, wow, you know, like, you know, you speak so good, man. You like the words you say, it sounds so profound. And Mm -hmm. now, um, you know, and you do a lot of things that some people cannot do who are not disabled disabled or have a disability but i think um and then you all obviously op- um i op- sometimes obviously have to op- overcompensate right i have to work harder though i mean somebody have to work harder yeah. to like studying on for like studying for something i have to like um you know i have to go i have to do it uh really work at it i mean work at it and then kind of uh, memorize it and then I can't do it on the spot either. You know, most right. people. Um, I, I don't want you to feel like on the spot. So if, no, no, if you, if you do on feel the on the spot, let us know. <laughs> no, yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess uh, going back to the question I, I was asking, though, I was just wondering if, like, um, do you do you often interact with people, um, like, you know, uh, uh, on the physical disability side, or is it mainly um, uh, do you work with um, advocacy on the cognitive uh, oh. side? I, you know, I've, I've worked with, um, I'm working with a group right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's like, it's, it's like a day, it's like a day, it's like not daycare, but it's like, um, it's like after school program. It's like a program with like, uh, Vietnamese and Mandarin and Cantonese speaking and English speaking It's from like age, maybe 20 to 20 to 30. Mm-hmm. And then it's really, I love it. Cause I've only started working for on it. Um, I, I'm on, on call. So, so some of them, it's all mostly invisible disabilities. Mm. So I don't know what kind of, and it's hard because I said, I don't, you know, <laughs> you come in different shapes and sizes, but I think it's hard because, you know, you don't, I don't have really any friends that I like have that have disabilities. I don't know. It makes you more, I guess, feel more, not isolated, more alone and more. I don't know anyone that like looks like me that has disability kind of not too many. And then I don't have any friends that have a disability and also mm-hmm. i don't know many asians with disabilities so then then <laughs> even to kind of you know to even to kind of fit in i mean it's kind of and then when i see someone i'm all excited i'm like yes someone i don't want to say yes but i'm like <laughs> wow you know and then it's kind of like oh i've been waiting for people you know i've been waiting for like a community right but then right. some it's hard because some people are non-verbal too right yeah that's the problem yeah. they can't express themselves yeah. they're non-verbal they have maybe cerebral palsy or they have um mm-hmm. Um, more severe, you know. Yes. Yeah, you know, I just mentioned that because I mean, I, at UCLA, um, the university where I work, uh, I'm I'm actively on like a project with people uh, to help people with disabilities, specifically uh-huh. physical ones, okay. um, like uh, those in wheelchairs and those who uh, are not able to see. Um, so um, that's just I just curious to think about, and, and some of them. Actually, um, I worked with a blind Asian student, uh, Korean. Oh. So I was just wondering. Um, I guess that, that that goes to the question about like how much attention do you think the disabilities um, gets in the AAPI community? Uh, nothing. You know, it's interesting because like the senator of Tammy Duck, you know, the senator of Illinois, Tammy Duckworth. Yeah. I mean, she. Well, I think because after uh, she was fought in the Iraq War, I think. Um, I, she's in a wheelchair or maybe not in a wheelchair. I forgot, but it's mm-hmm. kind of like, there's no attention. I think that's also the thing too. 
there's not real like leaders like you know mm. like you know, the civil rights uh, movement there's like dr martin luther king and yeah, like yeah. King and like you know and um rosa parks but then right. you know asian communities like oh you know you have different people like koromatsu but you have different but not with the in disability movement because i think it's so broad and especially in the asian asian american pacific islander movement it's so um, it's still a minority, mm. uh, in a, a minority in a minority. You know, you are, you have not that many in the legislature. You have like maybe fifteen in the United States Congress. Right. Then, but you know, um, but coming from states that have the most Asian, right? California, Hawaii, Washington, right? Oregon. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so I mean, the follow up to that, how about the progressive community? So even even within the minority of the minority, how about yeah, the, the smaller <laughs> minority? <laughs> well, I don't know if it's smaller. Yeah, I guess it is smaller. Yeah, definitely smaller minority. But we hope we ho- I hope it's like more of a silent majority, maybe. Oh, uh, silent majority. Yeah. I don't know. In terms of progressive Asian American Pacific. Well, progressive Asian. Well, that's a different one. <laughs> that's what Rex is saying. Is like you know, probably, that's, um, it got hijacked because. Now yes. people are yes. progressive hijack. I always forget about that hijack. I almost call it. I call it carjack one time. <laughs> I'm like, well, wrong word, wrong word. No, but it's interesting because at first it was like liberal, yeah, and then yeah, 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 yeah. because I was kind of neoliberal because I was a realist. I was like, yeah, any kind of Democrat or any kind of, you know. But yep, it's like, yep. and then but then they call you. But then, then it's like, well, there's no other words to use socialist. But then it's like, oh my God, <laughs> communists. They're like, oh no, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. They're not gonna like that. So the red baiting. <laughs> yeah, red baiting and all the other stuff. And then you have like, um, you know, you have all the uh, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, I, I guess yeah, to definitely that point uh, Rex is saying it's probably a, a minor, like the vocal minority of like minorities. <laughs> yeah, because it, it is, because when they say progressive, it's like okay, but then it's like with the housing issues, yep. it's kind of like you know sometimes I feel like I own it because I'm like, man, they voted against all the housing issues, but that I'm like, whoa, well, wasn't there redlining? But it's like, well, they're worried about their worried about safety, they're worried about you know, um, they about everything right i mean it comes to like taxes and then you know they use people of color too if you pass something and then because the joke's on them and then they're the one impacted well that, that's that's exactly what um natalie matsuoka was talking about uh-huh. in, in the episode um, yeah. a couple weeks ago where she was saying like um asians were tricked to being against affirmative action uh, in the last election and they didn't know that in fact because of it you know uh, without having it that Asians were getting less and less enrolled into campuses uh, across the state so Mm -hmm. and that's just the raw numbers and Rex actually has a bit of a history right with housing do you want to talk a little bit about that oh thank you I do work uh, with um, multiple groups with in regards to housing, mostly uh, canvassing and asking people to like know your rights as tenants against like landlords who are oftentimes, well, most of the time, pretty predatory <laughs> with their uh, homeowners associations and their pockets <laughs> that they share with the city. And it's a deep issue that a lot of the times we see like uh, brown and yellow faces in in uh, as tenants but when we go out to city hall to like hey can we like stop these stop landlords from constantly raising the rent it's also a lot of yellow faces yelling <laughs> back at us <laughs> 
playing right into that model minority tool set and it's a tactic it's not i don't consider model minority a myth it's a a tactic by the establishment to keep us divided like we have more in common with each other like other poc groups than we do with the white majority so (laughs) yeah i mean yeah but you know it's interesting like that I'm glad that you you on this call because Rex because I know um I'm what I'm doing before I got on here I had to do like a post on Facebook about Governor Newsom yeah. about I don't know what's happening but he's he's not doing it the right way and he's not sharing anything with anybody even the shareholders or the majority or the majority leader or um it's all within his inner group. I don't know what's because he's getting so much heat over everything, but I mean, this is especially with uh, regarding evictions um, at the end of the month, right? Yep. And I know um, a, a colleague of mine, they're going to do a demonstration at the court. Uh, I guess for the, for this issue in terms of housing, um, Rex, are you uh, involved with the AAPI community? Like, or are you helping like, you know, Vietnamese people or were you just generally speaking out against evictions? Um, a bit of everything. Okay. <laughs> Basically, what? I'm yeah. just like, I'm uh, very, when it comes to employment, uh-huh. I, I, I'm like one of those uh, <laughs> kind of middle class, oh. somewhat well-off to do kids who like to work with nonprofits who oh. uh, have temporary jobs that like go out and canvas and yep. ask people nice. to educate people on their rights and a lot of times it's with uh organizations like uh faj which is filipino advocates for justice oh yes yeah and yeah up in union city which is uh, close to fremont where i used to live and when it when i'm in san jose now that i'm moved to san jose actually uh, i'm with a lot of other groups like um unity we're mostly focus on uh, immigration right now. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, there's Sacred Heart, which is more Latino and general community. And there are AAPI groups here also doing uh, housing work and AAPI people, most, mostly rather than whole uh, organizations. Mm-hmm. But organizations uh, tend to have their multiple focuses yeah yeah I mean, from what i've seen in out in san jose definitely makes sense so wait austin you you, you enjoyed uh rex are you you were happy that rex uh worked with the Philippines? wow because i was like man i was like you know because i'm a i'm actually a uh aden but um now i mean now i'm um alameda county democratic central committee member i mean that's you're from uh, alameda yeah uh, alameda county yeah, yeah. so um, He's but, above uh, <laughs> Rex. Yeah, yeah, almost Fremont. Oh, you must be San Jose. No, Fremont oh, is Alameda yes. County. Oh yes, during my county. Oh yeah, no, vote I for was Austin. In the county. No, no, no. But oh, I'm in Al- I'm sorry, I'm in Alameda. But yeah. actually, I'm with um, I serve with Alex Lee and Rokana on Central Committee. So. Oh yeah, I've met Rokana <laughs> a few times. He's a really chill dude. <laughs> oh, chill dude, huh? And then um, no, but I'm glad we talked about tennis. But I'm like, oh, when you talk about that, I'm not used to talking about it in Asian circles. I mean. <laughs> Agent I'm like, whoa! Okay. I do want to segue a bit before uh, we jump onto the numbers. It's kind of a question that kind of came up <laughs> yeah, sure. when uh, we were all talking about like the different disabilities. Yes. And 
I run with a lot of affinity groups, uh, affinity activist groups that are neurodivergent. So is there a difference between this uh, term of neurodivergence and uh, versus like mental disabilities? Oh, like uh, ADHD and I I get I I don't know. It's so broad, right? I'm not broad, but is it like Neo, is it like um, kind of like limited of like Neo? I never heard of Neo Divergent. Is it like um, um, not many people who have it? Yeah, well, actually, no, Alex, as, why don't you define what neuro, neurodivergent uh, is? Because I don't know what it, it is either. <laughs> it's it's usually, whenever I hear the term, it's usually described as opposed to neurotypical, which is basically the average uh, every everyday person who doesn't have like. Um, diagnosed or undiagnosed um, mental uh, disabilities like uh, ADHD. Oh, uh, I see. DID. Oh. Yeah. Okay, so no, I think I've heard of, um, I think it could be. I know, you know, everyone has their own opinions about like, oh, is that disability? But then I've had people say like, oh, disability. Someone is like, has diabetes. But then it's like, well, then what happens is uh, (laughs) once you open the floodgates, then it's like, well, like then, like, you know, a lot of people don't focus on disabilities until they're older, right? Until like, they're like 70. And that's why, and that's, I I see in the Asian community, it's like, it's hard because you can't be hiding the person. But what are you going to do? Then they have a cane and, you're gonna be dis- They said you're gonna have a space one day in your life. You know. Yeah, I yeah. tend to leave them undiagnosed, <laughs> yeah, especially when it comes like mental then, health. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's that's important because I think um, the the idea of um, it, this this comes up a couple times too as Asian Americans, right? Like, um, how much do 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 the Asian um, broad group over like simplifies the 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 amount of Asians right in terms of the, dif- the differences between all of the different groups like East Asian Southeast Asian um, and so that's why I opened up the question with like I mean the earlier parts asking about like uh, how do you feel about physical disabilities versus mental because I mean I think it's important to to kind of tease out the differences between um, these uh, really unique and very um, like different ways that people that don't have these uh, disabilities or don't have like are, aren't Asian um, may approach the um, those that do so that's why I was trying to like yeah. you know, figure out what's the best um, way that people you know um, could talk about it so that, that's only why I brought that's the reason yeah. why I brought up that yeah so, but yeah, good question, Rex. Uh, okay. Yeah. So, but yeah, I haven't heard that term too. So, thanks for defining it. Thank you. All right. How would you like to see disabilities better integrated into activism? Wow. So, um, I think disability um, integration, especially among Asian and API community, um, would be. Um, Inter, the using of intersectionality. I mean, that's what a lot of people are doing now, intersectionality. Mm-hmm. The problem is there's a lot of people that, like, can't go too far or, like, you know. Um, but, you know, I, I mean, I think there's a woman named, like, a person named Alice Wong. You know, Alice Wong, I think, was one of the most, um, uh, the leaders among the disability community, among Asian Americans. I think um, it's a, it, it, 
I, I think there's some issues like healthcare. There's a lot. Of, uh, there's intersections between the two, but I think it's the, people. I think this, people with disabilities tend to um, not be in the picture too much. Maybe the last um, four years because of the how the world was mm-hmm. with our president, because he attacked everybody. But I think we've never been in a. There's never been light shed on us. I don't know if you know because there's not many of us, and also. Um, People don't know how to connect. Mm-hmm. They always connect healthcare with disability, right? Yeah. Environment and disability, not um, I don't know, not like like tenants' rights. Um, right. I th- right. I don't hear it too often either. I think only when it's um, convenient. Sometimes, you know, I think. Yeah. Right. Yeah, like when I'm doing housing, there are a lot of like landlords who own older houses and they're too lazy to update. Yeah. And they're just not ADA accessible. <laughs> oh, general to, plan. Yeah. Yeah. But they don't really reserve the rooms at the bottom for people who have like physical disabilities. They really? just like whoever pays Jeez. pays. So you have so I've knocked on like floors at the top of the building. Yeah. Like floor three or two. We already have to climb a bunch of stairs. There are no elevators. And these people are telling me like, Yeah, I I'm disabled and it's like I'm physically and disabled and like it's hard for me to get up and down these stairs and I'm like wow this is really messed up you know I think I, we try to do that one time we try to connect that mm-hmm. with disability issues like tennis rights but then it's like the people they kind of they kind of I feel like they kind of you know they're trying to say oh these people like you know especially like when you try to connect like like race and housing oh but then when it comes to like people with disabilities in housing then it's like oh no it's like kind of like foreign to people it's like it's not that i feel like the 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 message is not strong enough it's not like it's not strong but then you only have a few people with disabilities and then it's like um and then it's like or they're they're a poster child that's like one with a disability in a wheelchair and that's it Mm. and you think they would have more compassion right right yeah and then you like the one who organized ADA like you were thought like like because they fought for ADA so much it's like you know because you know they won't get sued but then there's no way you can connect ADA I mean I wish you could connect ADA with just the whole movement, like, you know, just for someone who doesn't have a disability, but you could connect that with, you see, that's the hard part. Like when you intersect, I think intersect is such a, it's such a. Yeah. It's a lot know. of time, like working class yeah. people of color who don't have this choice yeah. with their disabilities. Like right. they're not visibly in a wheelchair. So it's easy for, for the landlord to just give them whatever's cheapest. And that might be a high up, level three apartment that would be bad on their hips <laughs> yeah yeah i mean it, it just makes it even like worse but yeah i mean so yeah i don't, I don't know um in terms of you know how we want to kind of uh, ally across disabilities with um, progressive movements and also asian american 
uh, Pacific Islander community um, yeah. movements, but I think it's important. I, um, so um, that kind of segues to the question about like, what do you think the best ways that a like you know yeah Asian American Pacific Islanders can get involved with amplifying voices of people with disabilities um, and both you know uh, mental and or physical. Oh. Finding someone they know, right? I mean, that's how you connect. I mean, I mean, I think mm-hmm. I was like, oh, to find a, someone with a disability who's Asian is kind of like, oh, and it's like there might people probably know someone, but they're like, oh, I don't want to. It's not like it's easy. Like, okay, let's get people to rally, right? You get people to rally, but then it's like, <laughs> oh, I have to find someone. I have to figure out how to pick them up. I have to get a van to pick them up. And then, you know, you know, it's, you have to go through all that easy wheelchair accessible and then you have to make sure they have BART and bus mm-hmm. and the BART, the elevator works on the bar station. It never works. It's always <laughs> broken. Right. Yep. 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 Yeah. Which is, works. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, those are really important. I mean, the other thing too is, um, I've always heard about the idea of moving away from the medical model of disabilities, right. Where you're trying to, um, basically look at, the disability as something that needs to be taken care of and versus um, kind of like this whole social model of disabilities. So um, in terms of like trying to find someone, is there uh, any way like in politics or like, you know, being out there in the streets um, to um, help people uh, or, you know, either direct action or anything that you can think of or to educate people yeah yeah or, or, no, get, or got, get them involved uh, a legislator told me well i don't know anything about disability that's why i have you to educate me now that sounds a little bit kind of able-bodied too because it's like yeah, how yeah. i'm gonna be educating you about what it's like <laughs> uh, you know what i'm saying it's like oh so i said I, i've never seen you make a resolution on disabilities when someone will say something something like i've done a thing on immigration about housing mm-hmm. about race about this about that about yep. you know police accountability and like you know black Lives Matter and stuff like that but then it was like oh but then it's oh disability in it because it's <laughs> looking at it and it's like disability you know what I'm saying yeah. it's like disability you know it's obviously and then you know people don't want to say it's a disability but it's like it's kind of like the root cause and you know I don't it's kind of interesting it's like it's just like movies and celebrities I don't know any we don't know no celebrity with disability what about a movie it's like um, how many of them are really uh, accurate, right? Forrest Gump. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or Temple Grande, or like you know, um, um, the Miracle Worker, or like something like, um, or the Peanut Butter Falcon. It's like yeah. those those kind of roles, or like the monster. It's like oh god, you know. Yeah. But it's, yeah. it's, you can't find any like. Uh, there's no representation, really, right? Yeah, that's real. I'm like, oh, this person in wheelchair in Congress, yes, but <laughs> there's one, and he doesn't talk about it. It's obviously he has one, right? But yeah, um, yeah. I, mean, I think that's what uh, Albert was alluding to earlier, like in regards to representation about the me- the medical mo- model, where it's just like stigma and the disability mm-hmm. seen as something to be like right stigmatized and overcome like Forrest Gump he just gotta run all run fast enough for all his all his uh braces to fall off and yeah. he's overcome the disability whereas rather than focus on how best do we integrate people yeah. yep. into society and kind of like normalize it yeah normalize it and emit, make sure they're they live just like everybody else would yeah 
that's what I'm doing. My making the invisible visible campaign. Uh, I, 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 I came up with it a few, maybe 2015. Uh, it's like make the invisible visible campaign. Mm-hmm. And then also um, how to, you know, you know, just like when you integrate it, because there's a lot of people, like some people's like, oh, you know, you're really empathetic. It's not like people with disabilities are empathetic. Some of them don't <laughs> express too well. Yeah. And they say, I don't want to stop, you know, you're too loud, you know. And then there's another thing like, there's a, things like when it's too loud, people like, you can't be too loud. There's like, people are sensitive to the, to the noise or to the light. It's like so many different, I mean, I mean, I guess, I don't know, when people met me, they're like, oh, you're someone with a different disability because you're very expressive. You can show emotion, you can show, I mean, I mean, I think that's what, and I think my memory has really been my, um, has really, um, been my to my advantage because the doctor was like, if I didn't have a uh, good memory, it would be all bad. Because uh, my memory is really good, but I mean certain things, like not like math and like processing. But then I'm really good at like, like you know, activism and like, like who to call. And I'm good at rallying people and organizing people. Oh, you are actually you, you're pretty good at uh, tapping me in. But what I do want to say though is that um, there's a lot of uh, similarities between um, the disability, especially when you're talking about media and, and like movies and TV, like um, like disabilities being uh, kind of like represented by able-bodied people, as well as the whitewashing of you know Asian uh, culture and things like that. So I think there's a lot of uh, similarities and. You know, even in like for Asian American, right? You had Christopher Lee, he was not Asian, but then the Fu Manchu movie. But then you had, <laughs> you know, then not, and then you had like, then you went into the like the Sayonara, and then you had the, then you had Karate Kid, and then you had, <laughs> you know, you had Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, right? And then Last Emperor, you had all yeah, those. Yeah. Um, I think. Uh, obviously the representation is not too good because I mean it's hard to play Asian person but then you could do a Mulan and have like voices of everyone else but Asian <laughs> excepting there was one or two yeah. but then like you got like even in like Memoirs of Geisha that was like most huh. I think mostly a, uh, American people but not but I think representation is hard because they're like I, we can't find anybody but then it's like <laughs> well, are you trying to find anyone? Are you trying to find, you know, look for people, right? Or recruit, you know, yeah. unknown people? I, I've heard a lot. Well, I've been taught that this uh, idea of, especially with disabilities in terms of like, oh, look at this person breakthrough on like, you know, a movie or things like that is like kind of uh, inspiration porn in a sense that like, oh, yeah. like you, you look at someone and like, oh, look at him making it to the Olympics, like as a person in a wheelchair. And I don't know, just, yeah. That, and the just... actor is... <laughs> There's and the actors never disabled. <laughs> yeah, exactly. never disabled. And then the movie, um, and then they have a movie, but then the actors are never recognized. Like the movie that mm-hmm. won last year, I forgot that movie before COVID. Uh, it was the Korean movie, uh, Parasite. Yeah, I mean that that was a really good movie. It was kind of interesting, but no famous stars. Maybe yeah. not in America, but. I mean, I think, uh, I'm, I don't know. I mean, unless it's like Karate Kid or like um, Bruce Lee, but then, you know, yeah. I've seen the dad in uh, Parasite in a lot of Korean movies. Oh. <laughs> I forgot that. That's good. I mean, that's yeah, he's good. been in a lot of Bong Joon-ho movies. Bong Joon-ho movies. Bong Joon-ho, yeah. Oh, Bong Joon-ho, good. Well, Rex, do you have any thoughts about that? <laughs> in regards to... Uh, just media representation about yeah the, the, I, I was make I made the bot already oh okay yeah it was just that uh, 
earlier thought about yeah how none of these actors who play disabled people tom hanks is not it's just like uh the your uh, your uh austin's uh list of um white people who play asians <laughs> they're actively not looking for asians like actively... leonardo dicaprio and what's eating couple grape remember he had yeah. autism and then you had um who was it in rain man oh that's uh, hoffman i mean uh doesn't hoffman you had hoffman. yeah had, uh, yeah you had like diff- like like the elephant man it was like oh God, that guy doesn't have one either it's disability it's like and then you have um I think Marty Madeline was probably the most famous one in Children of Vanessa God. I mean, but then the, the her roles are like always like, oh, she's getting um, stalked by a killer and she can't hear them. It's like she can't hear them and they're by the killer. It's like, oh, oh, it's just some kind of movie like that, like where she can't hear, obviously. Yeah. Uh, have there been any strides recently to better empower and enable the voices of AAPI people with disabilities in activism? Yeah, with Alice Wong, right? Alice Wong actually was the voice in face of disability, um, right? And she share, um, and she has a podcast too, or something like Disability Visibility Project. And then um, I guess uh, with activism, no, huh? I think it's the same old message, huh? It's like I don't know if we'll ever get to it. Maybe our in our next life, I don't know with disabilities. <laughs> I don't know. What do you think? Something like this, like uh, you know, be on a podcast. podcast talking about. And you know, I think in a in a time of um, COVID, mm-hmm. it's interesting because you know, so many people like who are able body can even go out. Even like people who you know are not you know who don't have physical disability. I mean, they're like, oh, I can't like I can't believe you can't go. Out. And then now, now people are stuck to have to like go on the computer. And actually, I'm not saying I don't know if it's going to give more of a voice to people with disabilities who are like in wheelchairs and physical physically impacted mm-hmm. limited but i think that's what they usually is because a lot of people are not not able to go out sometimes so then they they do it through the computer right 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 mm. yeah so yeah digital activism that's pretty yeah pretty yeah good point too. that's a good one yeah. yeah a lot some of my friends who have uh, mental disorders also like talk about how the internet is the online is also their perfect escape because uh, being in person, it's a difference. They have like social anxiety or similar conditions where people don't think they have the ability to empathize or, but with text, it's just, everyone just sounds the same on text. Yeah. So it levels the playing field sort of. Yeah. I mean, that, that totally makes sense. Do you have any like ongoing movements or current movements that um, you're working no, on? I'm trying to make the Invisible Visible campaign. Yeah. Um, I, I was elected to Central Committee, so I bring up disability issues. Um, you know, I always talk about accessibility, you know, because gosh, it's like, it's, you know, accessibility and then having, you know, people forget like, you know, when like just voting and sometimes people forget to like, um, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of like more of an easy way movements. Um, no, I just do social justice issues, like wherever they are. I try, I try to integrate disabilities in wherever I can find, because it's like an intersectional issue, right? It's kind of like, mm-hmm. um, you know, also when like you're in meetings, like when people are not explaining things, it's like, oh, that's not very. I mean, um, it's not explained well. The process is not good and then it's not really um i don't know if it's really 
um, I don't want to say disability friendly, but you know, like um, inclusive, like, right? Yeah, inclusive because yeah. you know you don't, they don't know that there's people, you know, um, yeah, you know, different things like that. You know, and also like when you go to city hall, there's not many, there's not many wheelchair. I mean, there's not many. It's not that accessible either, right? I mean, there's one door and <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. 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 So, I mean, uh, on that idea and that note, uh, it, what if people want to learn more about how to make things more accessible and more disability inclusive or friendly? Um, mm-hmm. Where would they go, and what what would you have to say? Like, what would you point them uh, to? That I don't know. There's different groups. I think it's like um, Ed Roberts Campus. You know, I, there's not. Uh, I there's not like a disability one shop center. Like yeah, there's yeah. Ed Roberts, but then Ed Roberts is like there's all there's a building. I think I don't know if you see it. And then there's all kind. There's like ten organizations within. No. It's like world. Uh, I said, oh, disabilities like different disability groups. Mm-hmm. But I think and like um, defense um, disability education defense fund. Like when I guess um, if any activism on behalf of discrimination it's like there's not just i don't think there's one organization it's just like mental health there's not many mental health groups right mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it's like it's more sometimes i feel like with really the asians i know more i know more about mental health sometimes than disability <laughs> i mean <laughs> okay. it's kind of interesting because someone's like it's not the same but then it's like well i mean we're going to separate the two because it's like asian health asian mental health services uh, no Asian health services, right? They deal with people with mental health issues, and but then there's not one. I mean, it also it says a lot because you know if there's not many people with disabilities among the Asian community, then you're not gonna have you're not gonna have many organizations, right? Of uh, nonprofits or foundations for people with disabilities, right? Right. Yeah. How about uh, your campaign? Uh, what- Tell us more about the invisible making visible. the invisible visible. You know, I just had a, uh, I had we had a summit in 2016 and 17, and then I had a ba- someone helped me make a banner. And there's a shows uh, different faces, but it's all um, it's not uh, the faces are like um, invisible. So the faces like um, you could probably see on my Facebook. It's like it's it's a banner. You mean your faceless book because the face yeah, is the invisible. Face, like, <laughs> like, but I'm. But someone says I'm. I'm the. I'm the person. I'm one of the people. But then there's thousands of other like faces that are not. Um, and it's interesting because it's actually the color of the background is like white, red, and blue, and different colors. You know. Oh, yeah. nice, nice. Yeah, yeah. sorry. <laughs> No problem. It's okay. That was my first uh, pun of the entire show. So, no problem. problem. Uh, uh, um, Albert. Oh, Oh, Kacha Poom. (laughs) It's a pretty long last Uh, name. But yeah. So, um, Rex, uh, did you want to follow up with that? Yeah. Like, if we were to to reach out to your campaign, if someone were to reach out to your campaign, Uh, what's the best way to contact? It's okay. You could just contact um, me on Facebook, Austin Tam. And you could, um, in my email address, oops, apidisabilities at gmail.com. Oh, dang. You, you got that? <laughs> oh, sorry. Apidisabilities at gmail.com. Oh, no, but you, you actually were able to get that email? It wasn't taken? Actually, I created my own. Yeah, I created that. was in 2014, though. That's why. Wow. Oh, <laughs> um, and then now, no, I mean, I don't know if that's the only... I mean, um, yeah, so it's kind of like when... 
you know, I kind of, I have a, I have two accounts, but then the other one is like different. But then API, it's supposed to be only for disability issues. But then a lot of other people email stuff. But um, that's what I did when I ran for central committee. I had to fill out like um, my email address, so then people contacted me. They're like, you know, just to be transparent, so people could reach out. And then some people were like, oh wow, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, disability issues that's really good because they don't talk about disability issues and they just put it on the des- democratic convention platform like it's just like oh of course we're for disabilities you know <laughs> like in under the united nation geneva convention and under like um, ed kennedy helped make special olympics and you know it's like you know it, 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 i think when you talk about disabilities they they kind of make it overall like oh assessment which is fine assessment and like um Taking limit, taking your limit, taking um, like allowing ramps and um, wheelchair ramps and different things, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So thank you for thank you so much for this opportunity. Yeah, no problem. Um, is there for for those that um, we usually like to end on like a, a food for thought, like you know something to think about, like a last word. Um, in in this particular case, is there anything you'd like to share both with um your uh, like disability like people that might be listening with a disability, as well as those who um are able bodied or um don't have a disability, um. Would you like to have? You can get two final words, one for each, if you'd like. Or reflect. You can just, huh? Reflect. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Would you like That's to share? Fine. Have anything for them to think about? I think it's about understanding. What you see is not what um, always appears. Because yeah. on the layer and the surface, you know, it might appear to be something else, but then it's always. I think it's like that a lot of the times. What it seems to be on the surface is not, and then there's. Um, it doesn't appear to be what should be obvious. Yeah, I mean that's that's yeah. very true. Uh, I mean within the Asian, I mean so yeah, uh, like it, I I really appreciate your coming to talk about you know disabilities uh, because like you started off saying uh, having a disability in the Asian uh, culture is not really kind of like looked upon as something to be acknowledged. It's kind of like. Um, you know, shunned upon almost, right? Yes. Um, so I'm, I'm glad that you, you know we're, we're, uh, came to kind of share with us your experience, and I mean, it, I think it's also very important that we we understand that we come all from different perspectives, and how do we include everybody so that uh, we do get to the goals that we need to. Like be as a society that helps to make sure everyone has the opportunity to succeed, not just those with that are like no non Asian and those that are not with disabilities. I think um, yeah. So I'm. I'm yeah, thank you so much, Rex. Do you have any? Thank you, Rex. No problem. <laughs> it was great <laughs> meeting you. Yeah, thank you, Rex. Able to share your resources with uh. Yeah, with you can see my banner on my Facebook. Yeah, it's interesting. One more thing, it's interesting, like, even for a job, like, your job, like, jobs, right? It's like, you know, I mean, I think it's limited because, I mean, I mean, it's, I'm like a community outreach, community uh, developer, outreach person, like, I work on, like, housing, immigration, everything, social justice, right? But then it's Mm kind of like, oh, you know, you would like a business or you would like, I don't drive either. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, it's my parents, but that's okay. I mean, I don't drive, but it's kind of like um, I don't drive either. <laughs> oh yes, thank you so much. Cause I'm like, it's like really irritating for people, I guess, when you find out like I need a ride. This is before Lyft. I mean, I don't like. Oh, I don't use Lyft anymore after Prop 22. I know. So where do you where do you go? Um, well, <laughs> I call Rex. Oh. No. Yeah, Rex, give him a ride. <laughs> no, yeah, no, no, that's uh, a lot of my friends uh, who live in around my area also hit me up to be the driver <laughs> uh, they drive though but they don't like to drive right yeah well a lot some of them can't drive you know because oh, they're no. also like uh they have a mental disabilities oh, that yeah, yeah. prevent it or they're too young you know um, having a transportation system that actually serves everyone is is key so that people can actually live lives that do not actually pollute the environment as well as you know um uh, not forced to you know drive and uh be reliant on an automobile so yeah uh, i'm glad you brought that up (laughs) and i look forward to continuing to yeah to connect and then good luck on your job yep same to you um Definitely making the visible, uh, making the invisible visible is a very uphill battle. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you for my thank you. And then you know, I've I've got a lot of um, I've had during this COVID shelter in place, I've had uh, opportunities because you know, I mean, I'm I'm more of a platform now, so much. Right. You know, in different arenas. Well, yeah. More so, you know, than because back then, before I would have had a, like. I don't. I I can't travel. I I mean I wouldn't be. I mean it was. I would have to fly or take the uh, take the train or something. Mm-hmm. But here mm-hmm. everything's on the computer. So right at this moment, right. So yeah, yeah. So it's it's uh, in some ways it's yeah. uh, it's it's how we connect even better. Um, yeah, to... everyone's talking about mental health more so now because yep. of COVID. It's interesting how convenient it is now to talk about mental health because they weren't talking about it last year. Well, I mean, yeah. if you go back to I'm, yeah. If you go to the oh. 1980s, as they say, like Reagan, Ronald Reagan, oh, get yeah. criminalized yeah. to them. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's something. Hmm? Yeah. Yeah, it's just like, it's, it's just something that um, we have to acknowledge as a as a country that we, we, we moved in that direction and we have to move back to before that period where, you know, we oh. actually treated mental health as, as part of themselves. Yeah. Not thank you so much. Yeah. So anyways, yeah. Thanks Austin for everything that you do. Take care and thank you Rex. And oh, thank you so much. Happy new year. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of WhatsApp. Remember to like, subscribe or follow be sure to leave a comment because we always look forward to feedback and enjoy hearing what our listeners have to say